Welcome back to Bold of the Fat Guys. We've got a special guest this evening. We've got the man who can be described as the only man who's won a lottery twice. <laughs> He's also the, the host of the hit TV show, Ready, Steady, Cooked. <laughs> One day, yeah, and, hopefully. Uh, I'm, I'm taking a different tack on that now. Hey, we did a pilot, so that's... Yeah, we yeah, did we, do the pilot. The pilot was good. The pilot actually was, the, was probably the best, which is normally not the case. That's true. That's true. That's, that's true. true. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, have you turned? You've turned re vegan now? No, I've actually gone back yeah, and forth. Back and forth. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm part-time vegan, if they're allowed to say that. I always yeah, say I'm ninety percent vegan. vegan. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. 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 It's true because I don't know. I just found like I did it. I did it for um, uh, six six months, and for the first three months, like I went hard, like n nothing at all, and that was like from being a reasonably hectic meat eater as well like yeah. I, I was i would normally eat like i'll eat twiggy sticks you know <laughs> just pack it after pack it bro <laughs> but yeah i fucking that was three hard hard months very difficult months um but more creative months in regards to cooking yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was one of the biggest things if anything it made me a far better um cook you just I gotta I, all i tried to do was purely just recreate my Every dish that I liked eating, but doing it plant-based. Yeah, like that. It was. It was. It was. I don't know. It was fun. Um, and it, it like because that's that's my plan now moving yeah. forward. Like yeah. that winning the lotto, doing this job is great, and I feel like it's given me an opportunity to set myself up to now do exactly what I've been planning on doing for quite some time, which is doing something with food. And I think this whole like vegan thing really like set my mind up to be able to do that which was quite yeah. nice and obviously i've always thought about the food thing even before we did, yeah, the, yeah, we did yeah. the thing and i wanted to yeah. cook and do a show but i think less more like the show and i want to do more like i don't like cooking for the sake of showing someone that i can do it but i like them eating it <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. watching someone eat um your food is very very enjoyable especially when it's good food yeah, and you know it, and you already know in your heart but you're like a little bit worried you're like yeah yeah is it though? <laughs> hey man, it's like a whole new culture, bro. It's the experience. Yeah. So I remember when you had the penthouse. In, where was it? East Perth? Uh, yeah, no, in Perth. In Perth. In Perth. In Perth. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, it was sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah me and Jared went hard. <laughs> dude, that house was like a gift to like all of your mates, all of your friends. Because imagine the memories that are made there. I mean, the price is worth it when people are just coming in your house every weekend. Something's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. And, on. and as, as that was fun, to be honest, man. Mm. Like, that was some good times. Like, and. <laughs> I just said to I just said to Jared like I'd Jared been my I didn't even know Jared yeah. like I like I knew of him and and then he started working at my work and then I was like well if this guy's friends with all of my friends we've got to be friends yeah, right yeah, like yeah, hey, that's yeah, how it works isn't that how it works yeah, yeah. straight away so I fucking um yeah I was like we should go and get like a fucking really out of this crazy in this apartment just for the sake of it mm, and he yeah. was on board and then we called this guy <laughs> and the apartment was up for 1200 bucks a week and he was like i was like i want to come and view that apartment he was like yeah bro there's fucking five balconies for you to punch darts on and i'm uh, like, yeah, I'm like how the fuck does this guy even know like if i'm young or like even punch darts like is this real estate agent that just said this out of the, out of nowhere and i was like fuck i'm definitely I'm definitely fucking going to see this place. And we got there and it was just like four stories and like 
like a terrarium. Oh damn. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was fucking stupid. It was the dumbest place to live. It was the most awkwardly designed, worst fucking architecture. It was it was the pits, but it was so cool. <laughs> like it went from like this much space to this much space to this much space to this much space, but with like nothingness. Like that out there void, yeah. but like probably I don't know, how do you Bro, measure? It's like a fucking museum. <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah. shitting you, yeah. Like, it was like, eight, probably 16 or 17 metres high or whatever. How high was the roof, do you think? Bro, it was like four stories, just glass. Like, it's a straight wall of glass. Oh, like we that. felt like lizards. Fuck. It's a terrarium. Yeah. It was sick to live in, though. Mm-hmm. Dope, like, fucking... Instagram stories in the morning with like a little quote, like I'm a fucking successful like banker. <laughs> like, I'm not like this cunt from fucking Rocco that's just got expensive rent, you know, like every morning. And then Jared was on the level above, which in his mind to start with probably was a good thing because the, the view and everything was yeah. better. But then yeah. like hiking up those stairs, you could hear him every night like, like hell baked, like, oh. Need the elevator. Yeah, yeah that, yeah, that yeah. did need an elevator. We had a, um, that was such a cracker of an apartment. We had a, um, we had a hooker that lived next door. Oh, fuck. And she was so rough. <laughs> Good on her though. What kind of hooker? We're talking A grade B. No, no, like, uh, bad, bad. Like one of those That's Netflix great. movies that you're What do you like, think the price would be for the night? Probably still expensive, eh? Probably 200 or something. 200 bucks. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if Damn. that's expensive. Is he nice? <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Um, like, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, but she she was always nice, but just like you'd get home sometimes and there'd be like a guy laying out the front of the door because she's obviously not letting him in, but somehow he's got into the elevator. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a dog that's like barking at you as you're like walking through your what front door. You're like, fuck? I didn't sign up for this for a grant. So we, anyway, we busted him down 300 bucks a week. Yeah. So we ended up getting for 900 bucks a week, which I thought for this, we actually had really like two whole houses to ourselves because of the two floors. Yeah. For 450 a week in the middle of the city in a massive fucking lounge room and kitchen downstairs. It's like a different country, man. On, the, on one of the balconies where it faces the city, you feel like you're in New York. Yeah. You come around the other, to the other balcony and it feels like you're back in Perth City with a view of the whole river. Yeah, the river oh, and shit. Well, you're, ba- you're basically well. looking at South Perth. But, like, yeah. When you actually are high, like it changes the whole experience. I thought I was fucking in, in, in France at one yeah. point. Like, <laughs> I just love sitting out there because the Western, the Western in the morning, because it's all glass, would have the sun hitting it and it would look like it was a golden building. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and I'd be sitting out there like after I just, oh, I was so stupid, like, <laughs> I just thought in my head, I'm like running down the river in the mornings, like, and then running back down and then literally sitting on this balcony, like looking at all the, hearing all the horns, people, I'm eating strawberries and drinking like fucking French press coffee. Oh, fuck. Thought it was a ball out. It's so it's, much fun. It's, it's a statement. You just, gotta, you just gotta live that life for a little bit. Eh? I think it's um, really enjoyable. I th- that's, that was the plan. And then, and then we went and got this North Perth place, which um, to be honest, is even nicer. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, 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 is, it is broken. I don't believe, I th- it's actually been probably the dumbest thing that I could have ever done because I just bought a house recently and looking at houses and after I had living in, because it's like a $1.5 million house, and, oh, and, but wow. we were just like, let's just rent this for a year yeah, yeah. and just and then just figure it out after that because it was like COVID and we knew that we weren't going anywhere. And I'm like, yeah. if I'm not traveling, I want to like live at a nice place if I'm not spending it on going away. And and this like, the back room's like a barley villa, like with this big bowl bath, fucking skylights, looks out onto the pool, like, 
This house is fucking sick. It's got a walk-in cool room instead of a fridge. Like, I'm not <laughs> kidding yeah. you, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's sick the fireplace in the wall. I've never seen one of those, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> Neither have I. And when you rocked up to the house, it's this fucking like little North Perth fucking old Italian house, pitched roof out the front with a little fucking thing. And I came from the back of the city. I didn't even realise where it was. I didn't even know where I was. I took, kind of took like Google Maps. You know, it takes you fucking weird yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. anyway, I'm driving down this thing. We get to the back of the house and look in the thing. And I got in there and I said this real estate agent. I was like, this is the fucking greatest house I've ever seen. I was like, I, and when you're, when you're buying it, it's okay because you're spending your own money. When you're renting it, you feel like you're competing against other people. Yeah. When you're buying it, you are per se, but they're not, they're not screening you to buy their house. You know what I mean? They're renting it. They're, they're checking your schedule. They're looking at your history. Um, and I was, I said to this, I was walking through and it was obviously empty as fuck. Had this big outdoor area, wood-fired oven, teppanyaki grill built into the backyard oh, thing, Jesus. fucking massive like pub heater. And I was on the, I was video chatting Jared and I'm like, bro, and I went with his missus. So I was like, and I was like, bro, this is the greatest house. I'm walking around the thing, I'm selling him the house because the front of the house is like 1915 built. And instead of it having a backyard, they've just knocked everything. They've just cleared the whole thing and built like a whole nother house extended onto yeah. the front house. Oh, damn. Yeah, and it, it's now it's just ruined me because you, you look at normal priced houses for normal people and you're like, damn. Man, this kitchen is so small. What, what fridge am I going to have now? Like, I, You can't downgrade, right? Yeah, well, the have, thing is, I have to. So yeah. I actually have gone the opposite way. Oh, you, have you? I have. So next like, house? Yeah. I, I, so you're still, I, I, you're still in North Perth now? Have you moved? No, I'm, I'm North Perth now, yeah. um, but where I'm moving, I bought a house in Maylands. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Congrats, yeah. man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? At the same time, I had this other house down at Rocco, and I had these tenants in it for three years, and, and, it, and it was like trashed when I got there. Like, and I was like, I just had them in there. They'll pay 400 bucks a week. This was like since 2018 or whatever, um, three or four years they're in. And they would just give me 400 bucks a week and I said, I never want to hear from you. I don't want to, I'm not going to do any inspections. I, I, if there's something, That's a good deal. I said, That's it's a, a good deal, deal right? I said, I'll give it to you for 50 bucks cheaper a week and I never want to hear from you again. <laughs> if, if the fucking, if the, I seriously, and I didn't, I didn't. And one day he called me about a water main had burst. I'm like, I told you. I was like, John, 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 we had this discussion. And he's like, losing his shit. He's an old boy, right? And he's like, Mate, it's not my house. I'm like, John, we had to, it blows up, you fix it. Like, it's, he goes, I was like, how much it is? Like, 500 bucks. That's already paid for. I was like, I'm not fucking paying for it, bro. And he's like, I was like, I'll tell you what, I'll go your halves. So, 250 each. Anyway, never transferred him the cash. (laughs) Three, Three weeks later, three weeks later, he messages me, I'm moving out. I'm like, obviously, you got a knickers in a twist, right? Yeah. So, I'm thinking, fuck, perfect. Renting boom right now. I'm giving it to him for fucking 400 a week. Never kicked him out. Never put it up. Like I was doing the right thing, and he asked me for 450, 250 bucks for fuck's sake. Fuck him. But perfect so, timing to sell. Yeah, yeah. Perfect time. Family, not yeah. even about selling, but perfect time to fucking get this renter out and then re-rent yeah. it. So mum loves like projects, and she's like, "I'll do the house up," and obviously I'm funding it. And she goes, all right, sweet. She goes in there, needs new carpets. All the walls need to be painted. When I bought the house, it was a little bit of an eclectic house. How bad did he fuck the house up? Uh, it's not, it wasn't bad. It was just lived in for three no, years was, by yeah, people yeah, that yeah, didn't really it. care. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. That's all it was. They didn't punch holes in the wall and fucking Pissing burn shit. No, yeah, no. Yeah, it was just yeah. 
carpet needed doing. Fuck me. How old was the carpet before they got there? I don't know. So anyway, he, he we got him out and mum, we probably spent about seven and a half grand. And then I put it up for, you know, you get greedy in your head. Like yeah. it's a two story house. It's a little bit older, but it's kind of like cool almost yeah. in a sense. It's a, yeah. it used to be a house on stilts and then they, they renoed the bottom into having rooms and bathrooms and everything. So it's an upside down house. The kitchen is upstairs rather yeah. than being downstairs okay, in a two story pretty, like this. That's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's actually, but it's weird. That's why I bought it, because it was different. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I put it up for, I, I talked to four real estate agents, property managers, and, and I always like to, it, it's my job, like I, people barter with me and I barter with other people to sell shit. So yeah. I like doing it back yeah. to other people. Like, yeah, so a real estate agent, they're like, I was like, so what's your fee? They're like, I was like, I don't want the inclusive package with the fucking massive like fee. Like everybody got bright red. Like, yeah, 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 and I was yeah. just like, what's your fee? And they're like, oh, 8.25, including G- uh, excluding GST. I was like, oh. And then, uh, anyway, and then they get two weeks sign-up lease. So that, the, the first two weeks of rent will go as a bonus to them. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, I want, she goes, 8.25. And I was like, okay, sweet. Is that your best? Because I'm calling six different real estate agents right now in Rockingham. And whoever gives me the best one is going to get my business. Oh, oh, I'll go and ask the boss. All right, no, no, call me back. Anyway, I get to like the fourth chick. And she goes, oh, my husband actually owns the place. I was like, oh, I've got her. She makes the decisions. Yeah. She's not talking to someone else. She ain't going to talk to someone. Yeah. Melinda runs the business. It's her husband's <laughs> business. So I'm like, I want 7% including GST and you get one week letting fee. And she's like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I'm like, I know you can do it. At least at least speak to your husband. Anyway, hangs the phone up, calls me back. She goes, I can do 7.5 plus GST. I'm like, because it was normal, it was 8.5 plus GST. So really it's 8.25. So she's almost getting what she wants, but I'm getting a little bit as well. And then she goes, but I can't do the letting fee. And I was like, that's fine. I'm just going to go to the other person. Oh, you drive a hard bargain. We'll do it. <laughs> so anyway, she's, now she's got me because she's overquoted me on the price. So she's yeah. told me 600 bucks a week instead of 550 or 500 like a few people had. And I was like, in my head, worst case scenario, I'll do 550. My mortgage at the time was 1600 a month. I'm like, I'll be ahead a little bit and then I can just dump that extra into the mortgage just try and reduce it a little bit. Beauty. Anyway, <clears throat> so we do the house up. I put it up for 600 bucks. The photos aren't that great. And I'm kind of like nervous and I'm like, I tell them to change back my original sale photo to the, to the front photo on realestate.com and domain and fucking all the other ones. So when they do that and haven't had a hit and I look, keep looking, you scroll to the bottom and it's got page views because I was trying to buy a house at the same time. So it's page views. You can see how many times it was viewed. And because it was such a big house, everyone was viewing it. And, um, but then I think everyone was scared off by the 600 bucks a week. It's a yeah. lot of money, especially in Rockingham where like the median rent's probably about 400, mm. 450 if it's a decent house. And um, anyway, I had it, they had two sets of home opens, no applications. I'm like, fuck, like nothing. So drop it to 550. Now we've got more people coming to the home opens. One application from someone I didn't want to rent it to. Mm. Couple of, you know, 30 year olds. So like, it would be like me rent, me and Jared renting the house, which is probably not a bad thing, but I just didn't even, I didn't even want to. I just wanted the family in there with pets. You know, they always stay for longer. They don't want yeah. to ch- chop and change. Yeah. That's how I kind of screen my renters. I always, they said pets allowed. I was like, pets preferred. Yeah. I was like, I want people with pets. They, mm. They're usually better people. They look after things and they yeah, have yeah. something to care for, although the pets can fuck your house up. Um, but in general, I think they're the sturdier people. They're going to pay their bills on time. Yeah. They've got responsibilities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's my thought pattern. Anyway, 550, didn't get any applications. And I'm speaking to my mum and I'm like, let's just get a fucking valuation. Why don't we just sell it? And mum's like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. 
So I got two Valos and my brother uses this chick, Nola Tully, and she's like the greatest real estate agent of all time. She's got 52 five-star reviews just on realestate.com. And like, Nola Tully, that sounds familiar. Yeah, you've probably seen it. If you've I'm been on, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. something, yeah, 100%, she's everywhere. And she, anyway, she sold houses for my brother and my brother was like, nah, fucking, she charges too much, like, but she's good. Anyway, so I, my mum's obviously met her a lot of times because my mum's obviously aided in my brother's sales, his house hasn't helped. Anyway, so she, mum's obviously said, look, I'm gonna get my son to call you. He drives a hard bargain though. So yeah, just yeah, be yeah, just yeah. be expected. That's to be expected. Yeah, yeah. He calls me and tells me this. Mum said you drive a hard bargain, so I'm just gonna hit you at my lowest. 2.6 plus GST. So I'm thinking, okay, she goes, but I value your house at 525. And I'm like, oh, 525 would be nice. You know, that, that I bought it for 475 yeah, years yeah. ago. Not really a lot of money there, like, like yeah. in general, not a lot. But I've paid money off the mortgage plus my deposit. So, you know, you'd be getting back quite a nice lump sum. Yeah, yeah. Cause I was like, I can't rent it. I live too far from Rocco. There's no benefit for me to have that house with maintenance issues. The point at the, that at this point in time that it's fucking positively geared, so it's going to fuck me on tax because I already get taxed so much. So mm. it's going to be more income that I'm going to get no money on. I'm just going to pay it all in tax um, with like that extra four hundred bucks, which yeah. was income outside yeah. of the expenses. And and the only thing I'm going to miss is the investment's great for offsetting my tax as well because I yeah. get so many deductions with the investment. So I will get into another one, but my thought pattern was pay that off and then get this new house and then literally just take all the sell the Audi, sell everything that I've ever been paying off for however long, and just dump it on the one thing. And I want to try and pay my mortgage off ASAP. Yeah, like yeah. I just completely changed tack, like in the last month, ever since I turned thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it was it's almost like it was yeah. almost like overnight, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, mum's turning thirty in like three three months, so. It, I don't know. It, it seems stupid, and I didn't want to ever say these things, but it, it was that's what it felt like. I was just like, I turned, and I was just like, no, I've I've had a really good twenties, and I would never take it back. Like, the loosest twenties of all time. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them. I'm not saying it's the greatest, yeah, but yeah, for yeah. me, it was pretty fucking good. I wouldn't take anything back. I'd probably add some more things. That's true, man. Um, yeah. For sure, but yeah, it was good. It's always been good. 100%. Bro, I want to ask you about this. The bud. How did you get this? So my mate hit me up, um, Lockie, over in Queensland. And um, <laughs> he's a good man. And he said to me, he goes, my mate's got this, um, this, this script, medical script for weed. And I'm like, fuck. Medical script for weed. I never thought it would happen. Like I, I, I lived in Canada for a bit, where it was when I got there, it was medically legal, but you could still smoke it. No one really gave a fuck. And then literally the month before I left, they made it wide, wide countrywide, fucking recreational legal. Oh damn! October eighth or eighteenth, I don't know. So you're saying it's medically legal in Australia? It's medically yeah, legal in Australia. Australia. Yeah. I actually just walked when, past when, the sign the other day. Oh, true. When, when did they do that? Was it two years ago? I have no idea, actually. I literally don't even know about the time-wise. Yeah. I always heard it was like here and there, people saying, oh, it's legal now for medical use. So I, was, I had no clue. Ooh, yeah, yeah. My dealer was still going good. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so convenient. Uh, yeah, see, I think this is even more convenient. Yeah. That's what actually led me to and it. the paranoia's gone, right? Yeah, well, well, I never really had that anyway. I've I always do, man. I'm just like, I can pull it up. They're they're gonna scrape my tongue and then it's all over. Bro, dude, you look like bro. the dad, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, gonna no. pull you that's off, why bro. I wear these glasses, dude. <laughs> I tell you, man. Yeah, that's actually smart. That's a smart thing. Are they actually prescription? Yeah, prescription. Yeah, okay, nice. Yeah. 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 So without them, I can be like a, like a hood rat, like a bit of stubble. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. When I put them on, I'm an established. You're in a gentleman. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're a gentleman. Yeah, and it's, it depends on what car as well. But it, it, so, Lockie. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what is it? Volkswagen. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, you got no issue. Mm. You're never getting pulled over in that. But how often, how many times have you been pulled over, bro? Bro, never, man. Not yeah. even in my, my shitbox Mazda with the exhaust fucking hanging off. <laughs> never. You've never been pulled over. Bro, not in a very, very, very long time. The last time I got pulled over when I first bought the Mazda, and I fanged it like 40 cars over the limit past a uh, Prada, which was an undercover cop. And then he pulled me over and he's yelling at me like, you're so fucking lucky, mate. I didn't have any cameras on you. And I was like, well, you didn't, did you? And he's like, how fast are you going? I'm like, oh, I was going about five or ten over, mate. Sorry, like, you weren't fucking going five or ten over. And then he did, I'm just like, what are we going to do about it? And he, he couldn't do anything, so he just let me go. But um, I was so happy that he told me that as he pulled me over because I was shitting myself. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, then, then you, then you can hold me, your ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. like, you're an idiot. Yeah, why well, would you say that to me? At least you know, put pressure on me so I, I, I fuck up. But oh. you said it, I just, that relief hit me and I was like, I can be cheeky to this guy now because why the fuck not? This guy might be... I get a little bit of a high when I, when I speed. Like it's a kind of like, like, so it is, addictive. Man. I don't know how you would feel, man, because when In you had... R8. The, with the yeah, R8, I want to yeah. know this one thing, right? Because I know a guy has a Lamborghini. Well, I know a friend of a friend has a Lamborghini. And when he got it and he got different places, like people just look at him and treat him differently. Especially uh, women in nightclubs. Well, may, maybe the Lamborghini. Bro, how do they know you, you have a Lamborghini in a nightclub, <laughs> no, yeah. bro? Like, do you, do you, you do have like to tell them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> let's put your key on like, 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 like Let me tell you, let me tell you. You have to have a wingman yeah, and yeah. say, so you know this guy's a Lambo, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> People do that. Especially, especially Fox, they do that. But this guy pulls up to the club at the front in this like, neon green Lamborghini, and then some chick stops and looks at him and says, and she just says to him, I want to suck your dick, I want your money, like that. Like very pretty. He's just like, what the fuck is going on? And then my, my friend, Wassam, was in the car. He was just like dumbfounded that people were just treating him so differently. Obviously, they were drunk or whatever else. Yeah. Have you had experiences in your life when you got the R8 where people would treat you differently? Um, you I, I, I don't that, think or? so, to be honest. I think the R8 is pretty understated like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's Tony Stark's vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's yeah. It. it is. That's true. That's true. And I never thought of that when I was getting it. It just happened to be the best value for money car that gave me what I thought was going to be the same experience that you just mentioned there, which was the, you know, just the, just that fucking showy, man. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just yeah, showy. Yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. it was. And I could, like my mate Clark bought a fucking Ferrari and I'm like, oh, well, I need well, a car now. <laughs> you know? And then we started looking for one and then it, we ended up just, luckily for me, I bought it at the start of COVID, before COVID was even a thing, which I thought was a fucking absolute curse, but it seemed to be a blessing in disguise. Actually, yeah, that's true, yeah, actually, we, that, My finances yeah, have gone pretty good since, since COVID. Yeah, 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 well, just like, I, I meant more in the sense that like I bought this car and I had this fucking like two grand a month car payment. And then two months later, the worst pandemic of all time, I'm in a commission-based job and I'm like, oh yeah, sick. Yeah, I can't talk to people. <laughs> and I have no money <laughs> to pay for the car. Anyway, then it turned around and it ended up being great. But yeah, yeah the R8, I, I, I've, that's the one thing that has always drawn me back to that car is it would sit maybe third or second in the garage and my other car would be like my work car or another person's car would be here. We kind of be blocked yeah. in and it was always kind of a hindrance and I never really needed to go on a massive drive. At the start, I'd go most Sundays and I drove it quite a lot. And then in the end, it was kind of just sitting there and life just got in the way. Yeah. And, you know, running down to the shops or, you know, going out on the weekend, it was just so much easier to jump into my work car That's because true, yeah. the, the R8, you got to like, 
get into it like this and like get out of it. I'm not a fucking small dude either. Like get out of it, your legs, like you're literally sitting on the, like that far off the ground. Your ass is on the road. Oh, damn. Yeah. But in, in general, I think it's, I think it was almost cooler than though, the, in my opinion anyway. And I'm, I'm probably just saying this because I own that car and yeah, I, did, yeah, I didn't yeah, have yeah, the Lambo yeah, or the Ferrari, yeah, but yeah. I always felt like it was kind of cool and understated rather than being like overly. Like the underdog. Yeah. Yeah, 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 almost, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's almost like the people's supercar. Uh, the people come up to me and go, "This is my dream car, bro. Like, this is the this is the this is the car I've been dreaming about, Tony Stark." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I like James Bond. I was kind of thought of that's the Martin." <laughs> but dude, how was it to drive? How fast is that thing? Um, I got it up to about 270 Fuck. once. Did yeah. Does turn into a blur? Yeah, your kid is tunnel vision, but it, it is such a. The thing is, it felt even slower because I was racing my mate's Lambo, so we were like pretty much there and there because they're, they're basically the same car. One's just got a couple more cylinders than the other, but yeah. you know, gearboxes and and when you're at that speed, you're kind of pulling at the same amount. The Lambo probably would take away it a little bit, but yeah, it, it was fucking hectic. But the thing is that with all the downforce and at 110 k's, a little spoiler comes up at the back, so all these things happen, and you got like really. It, expensive like speed rated tires and all these things they're made for the autobahn so you know people yeah. would do 200 k's in them regularly uh, 70 probably 270 on australian roads it was on some road um fuck i forget but it was a big sweeping bend coming up to it and we were doing this massive cruise with everyone um but yeah it was it's fast and it grips really well and like the the when the end it's actually not a rear engine car it's a mid-engine car like when it's right behind your head and the wheels all the weight's kind of centered and the wheels don't have, I'm so used to the wheels having weight on them. Yeah. So like when you throw it into a corner, you come in really heavy and you tap the brakes and your back end comes out and that's when you can like jump back on the accelerator and kind yeah. of um, slide out, which this was an all wheel drive, but it was like a 30-70 split. Okay. Oh, true. Nice. Yeah, so like it would still spin the wheels in the rear. Um, like if you're peeling in the in the wet or whatever, that was that was always a good time. That's awesome, yeah. But yeah, I think in the last few days when I drove it before I sell it, driving through and just like you drive around the streets and like everyone's snapping their necks and like people are like grabbing their kids and be like look look you know to like it, yeah, yeah it's yeah. actually sick directly you're doing you're doing a service to the people because <laughs> just like just like seeing that fucking that fucking lawrence guy you yeah, know yeah, like yeah, i yeah. seen that car and i was guy. going off bro i was like i was so fucking excited at that back What's that? For the time. Yeah. For oh, the time. is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so that's why. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still on the budget. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> no, it's good. We it's have to do donations are accepted. Yeah. Oh, donations. Yeah, I'm gonna Venmo me. Venmo me. Um, yeah, fuck. But yeah, that that it was an experience, man. And before that, I had a. Um, like in regards to a cool car, a 911 Porsche. Ooh. And, and then before that I had a TVR Cerbera and you probably haven't heard of that and some people would know it, but it's just like this British car that was hand built and hand stitched and you could tell. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, could yeah, tell, yeah, but yeah. it weighed a thousand kilos and it had like 450 horsepower Ooh, in it. Fuck. Yeah, it did. It, it was That's a rocket and it was weird and it was way different and no one had ever seen it. Like it was a very, very odd looking, I'll show you a photo of it. Like That's pretty boss. But some of these European cars, man, like you can't crash them. Like I've only driven a, I've only driven a Porsche Cayenne, which is my dad's car when he yeah, went on yeah, holiday. Yeah. I took it for a spin, right? And my dad's like, don't drive it, you're not insured. And I was like 22. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what, you're going to fix this. is my car now, all right? Oh, <laughs> so I take damn. it out. Oh, what else? Yeah, this yeah, is, bro. sorry, yeah, this is just that, this oh. is that weird looking spaceship yeah. fucking TVR thing. Yeah, that was dude, the first ever good car sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks like a James Bond vehicle. That's exactly right, yeah. That is pretty fucking sexy, man. 
But so anyway, the Cayenne? I went back on the Cayenne. So there's a car on the side of the road. I thought it was parked. Not indicating, just stable. And I was like, overtake him, fuck it. I just ripped it like As a car. diesel or? No, this was a, a petrol. Yeah. Um, it was one of the, it was the first Cayenne that came out. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a yeah, V8? It, it would have been. Yeah, it was, it was a Cayenne, a Cayenne Turbo, I think. Oh, yeah, the V8 then, yeah, 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 yeah. A long yeah. time ago, anyway. That's and sick, you're all man out of one of those, that's yeah, dope. I've got to overtake this guy on, this is like fucking Labashir Road in Como. And all of a sudden, as I'm overtaking him, he just turns into the fucking driveway on the right-hand side, cu cuts right in front of me. And I'm like this close to hitting the cunt, I'm like, he's gonna fucking die. But I hit the brakes and I just swerve this thing around this car, like it just skids brilliantly, just fucking... <laughs> The, the handling was so fucking beautiful, man. It's like skidding, but not. Like, it's just taking control perfectly around the guy all the way in. I hit the brakes and stop. I'm not having a fucking panic attack. And I was like, any other car, I would have hit that cunt, and I would have been on the fucking new. <laughs> but, like, the, the better the car... Rolled it. Rolled it. Drove any other, like, if it was a Land Cruiser or my car, I would have just gone straight into him. But Land Cruiser would have rolled it. But this fucking Porsche is just beautiful, man. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing about like driving Europeans. It's, it's it's so different, man. Bro, it's so it's safe. So, yeah, dude. It's oh, so yeah. You can hoot safely. Yeah, they 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 yeah. know what they're <laughs> you can doing. Hoot safely, <laughs> bro. You can, man. They're designed to go fast. They are. That's yeah. what I mean. They're designed to drive on the fucking well. The German cars, anyway. They drive on the Nurburgring. People go on fucking flat tack. No shit. Oh, oh, back to this. How do we how do we get this? Lead? Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can actually tell you guys. So Lockie um, hit me up and goes, "My mate's got this fucking bud, and it's medicinal." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Yeah, done." I'm gonna try it out, and uh, cheers, bro. And I said, once you get it, I will do the exact process that you've just done, like uh, straight up. Man, he goes, okay, sweet. So I fucking he texts me one day this photo of him, and he's just fucking baked, like dead, fucking dead. I'm like, fuck yes, can't. What's the number? Anyway, gives me the number and um, it's like, oh, you need to make an appointment, visit our website or whatever. So visit the website and um, you put a, a, an appointment time in and I, I like eight till six. So I'm thinking in my head, well, I'll do it after six o'clock, but eight o'clock was the last appointment. Sometimes I'm with customers at six and and it's in Queensland. So it's AAST. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, sweet. I'll book it in the latest one. Anyway, he calls me about 5.30 because obviously he wants to go home. It's his last appointment. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, he calls me at 5.30. I didn't have any customers to answer. And he's just like, hey, I'm calling from Green Docs Australia. Green, Green Docs Australia. Green Docs Australia. So yeah, Google yeah. Green Docs Australia. We'll put a link. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely put a link. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and anyway, I called him. I told him my ailments. I had a bad back. I slipped a disc when I was an apprentice mechanic when I was 19. I've always had a bad back. Mm. And I kind of was down. I was just, I just said to him, I just explained, because you don't have to make anything up. Everyone was like, so, what did you say? Or what did you sell to him that you, that you needed it? Mm. Um, I basically just said that I've struggled with a sore back for a long time. Yeah. And I don't want to go down the route of eating hard, taking hard fucking mm. uh, painkillers. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's bad yeah. for your liver. I want to try something more natural. natural. Yeah. And I heard that this plan was out and we had the availability for it in Australia. What's the go? He goes, okay, sweet. So this is what we do. This is what I recommend. And he goes, what's your situation? I said, well, look, I'm pretty active. I, I you know, I, I'm thinking, I, I said, I've done a little bit of research, even though I'd like known about Bud for a long time. But I was like, I've done a little bit of research. I'm, I'm, I heard the Indica is good for a nighttime thing. So it could help with my pain and the sativa is better for a daytime thing. And um, if I was going to be doing it during the day, just so I can do day to day things. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. And I was just like, yeah. And I've struggled with anxiety a little bit and I heard CBD is good for this. Mm. And anyway, he's kind of leaning me down the road of, I'm going to give you an Indica and a Sativa and a CBD oil. Yeah. And that's pretty much that's what, what yeah. Lockie had told me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, sweet. So 
He's like, Lockie's like, my mate's got approved this next day. Mine hasn't been approved for th- yet for three or four days. This is what he's telling me before I'd agreed to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he goes, my, my approval came through, sent me the photo of him baked, and then I was like, I'll do the same thing. I spoke to him on a Monday afternoon at six o'clock. So 5.30 WA time-ish. Monday the next week, the bud was at my door. Oh, damn. So I had the approval within the, the second day. Then I got an email saying what I'd been approved for from the Australian TGA approval or whatever he puts the um, thing o through with. And it said um, 10 grams of this, 22% THC, 10 grams of this, 20% THC, and uh, 100 mils or yeah, 150 mils of CBD oil, whatever, Canatrek, and all the branded names. So one's Dalesford T20, and that's the um, um, Death Bubba Kush, because the guy I was speaking to <laughs> at the fucking pharmacy was like, yeah, I medicate every day. I'm like, I'm sure you do, bro. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I fucking know. No, I know you, know you medicate. Like, you can hear it in his voice. <laughs> so fucking funny. So, uh, yeah, I called a guy, and... Um, Put my order in he's like do you want to fill both your scripts i was like well how much is that and he goes well it's 40 grams and two things of oil i'm like okay cool he's like that'll be 1160 bucks i'm like fuck okay like sorry i realized it's gonna be so fucking expensive but anyway 40 grams is like an ounce and a half plus these oils i was like fuck how much are the oils he's like they're 260 each i'm like fuck so that's like Half the price well, of, yeah. on these oils. The oils you'd be right. Yeah, but the oils last you about three months and you just like drop it on your tongue, one mil, half a mil, whatever you want to do. The guy recommended start a half a mil, work your way up. And, um, you know, you're supposed to get the, the little bit more energy and any anxiety. And oh, I really haven't tried to. I was, I'm really bad at trying to get into like a rhythm of things. So that really fucked me up. I was trying to do yeah. it every day and I forget and I wouldn't be in that rhythm. But anyway, he sent that. I got the bud and then, um, yeah, they charged me 199 bucks and then gave me the approval two days later. He said that the script would be with Brisbane Compounding Pharmacy, called them. They um, they said, I've got the scripts online. These are the buds that we can give you. This is the price I paid for it. They sent it to me and Australia Post dropped it off. Damn. Nice. So, so the weed pretty much like double street price, yeah. essentially. Uh, no, not even close. So if you take out the CBD oil, yeah. Uh, 10 grams of the, of the sativa was 180 bucks. Oh, damn. And so 10 cool. grams of... The indica was 150. That's so okay. Okay. let's call it 320. What is that? No, 330. 330 for 20 grams is 28 grams in an ounce. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you kind of take that as a calculation, maybe it's about, I don't really, I haven't really more, done, but maybe a little, little bit, bit more. more. So let's yeah, call yeah. it 430. Let's call it worst case 450 for an ounce. Yeah. Because okay. it depends on what one you buy if you yeah, buy the yeah. cheaper one. If you buy the 150, it's even cheaper. But anyway, so. It's not too bad. Just don't yeah. do the oils if you're on a budget. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. do the oils if you're on a budget. If yeah. you just want the weed. So anyway, you're not allowed to smoke it legally. You can only vape it. And you can vape it in the Mighty Vape and the, and the, okay. and the Volcano. They're the two things. So legally, I said to him, so let me get it straight. <laughs> I get the legal vape. I set it to 198 degrees, like you've mentioned. That's not combusting it. He's like, yes. And I sit there at the pub and I can smoke the vape legally. He's like, Yes. For all intents and purposes, yes. And I'm like, that's fucking sick, but you can't smoke a joint because that's combusting. If it burns, then it's illegal still. So oh, okay. yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think that they just set that as a boundary so people weren't using it as a recreational use. That's fair. I'm sure that people, they understand that people probably do. Once it's at home, yeah. no problem. Yeah, that's yeah. reality. I only vape it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. The vape, yeah. the vapes are classier yeah. as well. Yeah, well, it's better for your lungs. Yeah. But um, 
Oh, yeah, it's been good. And then obviously I just, when I need bud and I'm running down, I just call the pharmacy and then two days later they put it in the post and then two days later it gets here. So you just, when you've got like however much left, like a week left, you just call on a Monday and you get it by either Friday or the next Monday, usually by Friday. Damn. And then they've been selling me expired weed for 60 bucks um, uh, every 10 grams less. So now the 180 is only 120. Fuck so now it's man. cheaper than buying it on the street. Well, yeah. I, I, I hear that. So, um, expired weed? But weed doesn't it's not expire. not quite expired. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, weed doesn't expire. I think the, the only reason weed would go bad is if it goes moldy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But it's in a sealed container. And to be honest, it, like anything, the with the bud, it's um, it gets better. Mm. Right, we're back on. Like, it, it, gets, it gets better. With like, time? With time. You cure it and you open it and let a little oxygen in and kind of... It's like wine. If you store it right, yeah, which is yeah, yeah. same as wine, you have to store it right, right? How, how do you store it? Give it one of those. Um, I've just got a, I've just got a vacuum, like kind of like, really like vacuum, vacuum jar. sealed jar, yeah. Kind of like, not like vacuumy, per se, but like when you pull it off, it's like, you know, uh, makes okay, that yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least it's not like a coffee jar, but coffee yeah. jar would probably be enough. Yeah. Does it have like one of those pumpy things? No, it actually no, doesn't. Okay, no, okay, no, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just like a. It's not a normal jar, but it's a jar. It's just like, anyway, my sister got it for me. It's fucking, it's got Homer Simpson smoking weed engraved on the top of it. So. About The Simpsons, man. What is your favorite of all time scene from The Simpsons? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, maybe of the week. Um, oh, this. I wouldn't say there's so many, but there is, there is so many, which is obviously a, a very broad statement. But like the first thing that comes to my mind when you said that, so it must, yeah. It must be the best one if it came yeah. to my mind first. Yeah. Um, is is when Wiggum <laughs> and and the, uh, this is why I got Chief Wiggum tatted on my ass, and I wear a Chief Wiggum pin on my suit. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, and because on one of my suits anyway, he is sitting there, and Mr. Burns has uh, stolen something, and he's taken off in this like 19. 38 or 1918, I can't remember the year, this is why I wouldn't be good on a quiz night, Studebaker, which is this car with this big long, it's one of those big long ones like mm. like on, um, what's that one with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio where he's the party guy? Oh, Gatsby. Oh, Gatsby, Gatsby. Yeah, the yeah, Gatsby yeah. car, you know that one big long bonnet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like that and it's a burgundy, it's a, it's a red car, it's yeah. a red it's a, it, like it's a red vehicle yeah. and but it's like a one of one like there's no other cars anyway he's like the, Wiggum's like laying in his chair and the fucking cars like come down the road and the cops are calling him over radio he's like there's a 1938 Studebaker like taking off he's like Mr. Burns is out of control or whatever he's stolen something he comes screaming past the car and Wiggum looks at it and he's like yeah, it's more of a burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, a, it's like the only car, but it's, bro, it's just like one of the greatest lines of all time because he's the laziest cunt. And I just, I just resonate so much with him, man. Like, the Simpsons is good, man. I've watched some of Simpsons in, in my life. Sometimes when I, had, when I smoke weed because my eyes, I see like Simpsons faces and shit. I'm, like, I'm so conditioned by the Simpsons, man. It's Oh, well, six o'clock on Chan Channel 10, bro. Man, bro. They predict I revolved my life shit. around yeah. the Simpsons yeah. in high school, man. Yeah, yeah, that's why I got Bart, bro. That's fucking sick. <laughs> my sister's got Lisa. Yeah, and that's that scene where they're like fucking punching and kicking each other. That's true. I got it for my birthday. Do you reckon, was, sorry. Yeah, go yeah, on. Do you reckon they actually, there's a possibility they could actually be predicting what's going on? Or the Simpsons the, writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the yeah. Trump and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, the Trump thing was debunked. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was, that was, 
when he was already they they play off brand new episodes as being uh, older episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. they are actually just doing recent events, and then people are just you know what internet's like. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, actually yeah, sort yeah. of the, the Trump one. There's a few there that are pretty odd, like the. Um, that, yeah, there's a couple of little things that were pretty odd, but the, that Trump one was was actually debunked. Yeah, because yeah, 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 I, yeah. I was curious about it because I was like, I've never fucking seen this episode. Like, but I, to be honest, I'd never watched really anything past season 14. Yeah, through the old one, the best one. Yeah, 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 yeah. and even then, you, you'll speak to purists that think anything past season eight sucks. You know, because that's when certain writers started to drop oh, off, and that's uh, when people's opinions of the show start. Because you, you fucking, can tell when the quality dropped. Correct. Yeah, 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 oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like some of the funniest shit is probably season like three to six to eight. Yeah. But even then in saying that, there's so many good episodes for me in season 10 to 14. And I think for me, the funniness of Simpsons is just mm. more, more so like nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've always yeah, got yeah. caught up in that trap of it being, I felt nostalgic. like it's a little bit more nostalgic. Yeah. yeah. What else do you think is like the Simpsons of today? I can compare. Family Guy? Well, they came yeah. out pretty similar time. Well, not really similar time. The Simpsons was like 90s, but like Family Guy came out in 99. Oh, really? It's, yeah, it's been around for a fucking long time. Um, fuck, there's probably not, there's not a lot really, is there, yeah, show-wise? Yeah, yeah. Maybe Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, yeah. Maybe Rick, Rick and, and Morty sick. feels like a bit of a Simpsons people, It's but it's too yeah. almost highbrow for... <laughs> yeah, that's true. But honestly, like my dream when I'm like in my 40s, 50s, to make my own cartoon like that. Just funny as fuck, get high like with a group of people. Write down jokes and scripts, and just that's your job. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, that would be. It would sick. be fucking sick, and that's what writers do all day. Fucking yeah. creatives, man. I just yeah. one, one more story I want to ask you about. You went to Central America one time, and I heard that. You want to tell that story? The, the America story. story. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a worthy story, man. Yeah, it is a worthy story. I was actually um, just explaining this to someone, not not just like a week ago. It's a good story. It's a, it's stupid, but I um I went to um I was in America and um and I, did I tell this in like full detail last time? I would have because I think I was really cooked. Is this is the, this is, <laughs> yeah. this is at the top man. of the yeah. thing, eh? Yeah. Penthouse, yeah. So it was a bit of detail, but yeah. um. Yeah, so I, I was in America and my plan was to just be in America and enjoy life and just yeah. like, I'd always wanted to go to America. Always, yeah. always, always, always wanted to go to America. And I just wanted to feel like I lived in LA and uh, luckily, luckily enough, my sister had a friend there and um, and I stayed, I got to stay at this at this chick's house. She was like super lovely. This I don't know, I think Brooke said she was a scientist or something. I really didn't get it, but she was always at work. Yeah. Anyway, I just got to stay at this like, it was like a four bedroom fucking like warehouse converted in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sounds sick. <clears throat> oh, it was sick. And I just felt like I just played off in my head. The first day that we're there, they got weed delivered and alcohol delivered and like, we're just sitting around this table like just smoking bar, drinking red wine, eating cheese and it was like, this is the greatest thing of all time. This is all I've ever wanted to do and that's all I did in Australia but this is just heavily legal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, even though it's not that bad. But anyway, lived there for a bit, was loving life and then my mate um, was doing a stopover in LA and he was there for a couple of nights, um, Rousey, and he goes, um, oh, I'm going to Nicaragua um, and I, because I, I, I seen him out at this Lakers game, we met up at the bar, and he goes, "I'm going to Nicaragua." I was like, "I never fucking even heard of Nicaragua." So it's in the, it's it's between fucking Mexico and Brazil, basically. Yeah, it's yeah, in that yeah. little Central America bit, and um, it borders with I think Costa Rica or Panama or one of those kind of things. Anyways, dodgy as hell. Like I didn't even know. Anyway, drunk at the bar, he calls flight center Australian time. It's night in America. 
gets onto it, books the same flight as him the next day. Now, I've been in the States for probably seven weeks at this point, just loving life. Mm. And like going to basketball games, a massive NBA fan, it's like doing the thing. Mm. Anyway, I fucking um, get on, I get home that night and the, wake up in the morning, I'm like, what the fuck have I done? Like, I've just ruined my whole plan for my trip. Like, I had all these things planned out. And I fucking, anyway, speak to mum, like, hey mum, I'm going to Nicaragua. And she, I look it up and it's like, travel risk. <laughs> Do not go. Yeah. But like, yeah, I've got, he's got mates there already. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's cartel territory. Yeah, it's full, full cartel. Like it's dodgy as shit. So anyway, we get in and we get this like fucking two and a half hour, three hour fucking cab ride, like one headlight, rickety roads, like in the back of this fucking car. Uh, Act like it was cold, it was fucking hot as fuck in Central America. And um, we went to this place called San Juan del Sur. And it was just this party town. It was like kind of like Bali, but like in Central America, but yeah. a little bit, probably even poorer than Bali because fucking no one goes there where like every Westerner in the world goes to Bali. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I we we had a great time there. A lot of partying and like just constant like that's that's where they like kind of harvest quite a lot of um, stuff to yeah. snort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's like cocaine territory. So you know, good times. Good and anyway, but uh, after the thing, I was like, we got to fly back. Now, when I flew into America originally, I'd spent so much money on my credit card over the years that I had enough points to fly business. Yeah. So I was like, oh fuck yeah, like I'm gonna put a fucking sports coat on, I'm gonna wear my fucking um, fucking chinos, and I'm gonna look like a fucking baller going onto this fucking this flight. Anyway, I had a good flight. It was one of the greatest flights of my life. Fucking full bed, five course fucking meal. I had grilled lamb chops, like paired wines on this oh, fucking damn. flight. Like it was sick. Whole roof was like stars. Like there was, I'm not kidding you. That's how the other half lives. Like a lot better than Jet yeah, Bro, Jet like, <laughs> you're like cramped in like little. little yeah, space, like, bro. Like, can I have even have? I didn't even have a tray table on Jetstar. No, nah, but it, it, they were like they gave me pajamas. I'm not kidding you. And anyway, so I get off the plane, and this is I'm only telling you that bit because of how the American border control treated me when I came in. No, unbeknownst to myself, when I first started working in finance, I used to eat a lot of D's, and so I would buy a whole bottle, and I would just put 10 Dexies in every one of my suit jackets that I would wear, <laughs> so I'd always have D's on me at work. Is that for work? Yeah, it was yeah, for yeah, work, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I didn't know. I got diagnosed with ADHD recently, and I didn't know that I had it yeah. previously, but the Dexies were like, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was on yeah, the ball yeah, yeah. at work. Yeah. But I had them in my suit jacket, so I go through the whole screening process, and they go, oh, do you have a return flight out of America? And as part of the Esther waiver visa with America, you have to have a return flight, otherwise you can't go in. Yeah. Airlines shouldn't even let you out. I was like, no, I don't. I was like, I was actually planning on driving from here into Canada. Here's all my working visas and all my paperwork for Canada, acceptance letters, blah, 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 all this shit. So they, they were like, yeah, cool, guy fucking signed off, let me in. I'm like, yeah, ball of six, I can stamp, another stamp in the fucking passport. Anyway, so then, then I'm into this position and now I'm in Nicaragua. Now we're flying back out. We have a couple of nights in Granada, which was the main, I think the capital city, kind of a little bit nicer, hotels, massages, saunas, let's detox from that fucking bullshit. It's like, cause you can buy Xanax over the counter there. So it was just like, get fucked up, go to sleep. Get fucked up, go to sleep. And it was like, and you couldn't really get a lot of butt out there as well. So it really it was really ramming those Xannies. And, um, so, and it was, so I had them in my bag as well, thinking, you know, fuck it, they're, they're prescription, right? They come from a chemist, technically, yeah, at yeah. The, in the country. So, not allowed to not have them. Anyway, getting to the States, 
it's 40 bucks to fill your phone up with unlimited data, unlimited text, unlimited calls, whatever, on straight onto your phone prepaid. So nice. T-Mobile, as they say, I put it on there and I'm on the in the plane, in the plane bus. So coming from the, the plane air, like where you get dropped off because huge airport LAX and then trucked all the way in and then I don't have a fucking return flight, right? Now I'm coming out of a really dodgy country after having a really good time in finance. I had, I, I had like 80 grand cash in my bank account, Australian bank account. That's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good, I was traveling, I was having a good time. It's like two and a half years of my savings or four savings or putting money away and just like little yeah. bits and, and I put it all together and sold some shit and yeah. this is what I had to show for my life, <laughs> to go traveling and have fun and then set myself up in Canada. Mm. Anyway, so when I got in, the now Borderland Security, I'm coming from a Central American country, Wearing a fucking Space Jam fucking jumper. <laughs> flying first class. Flying, not first flying first class. Oh, not, not no, I was flying budget class at that point okay, yeah, because yeah. I'm coming from Central America. You can't even get first class probably. Like yeah, yeah. it was like 400 bucks for a four hour flight. I'm not going to pay fucking 950 to yeah, yeah, 1200 bucks, right? Yeah, you're getting a four hours. Long distance flights of business. Mm. So anyway, I get in and they're like, oh, you don't have a return flight. I'm like, I don't have a return flight. I was like, it's fine. Last time I was like, here's my stamp. I was just in here. There's all my paperwork for Canada. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. And like three things down, I could see the guy that fucking let me in last time. Because you <laughs> yeah. notice that one guy. Yeah. And obviously he's not going to notice me. He sees fucking 10,000 people a day probably. <clears throat> Man. So at this point I'm like, beep, 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 like six second inspections. What does that mean? You know, like naive. Anyway, unbeknownst to everyone, and I don't know if anyone actually reads any documents. I don't. Um, before I sign them. And it's if I want something, I have to sign it. Agree to the terms and conditions or you can't go any further, right? So what's yeah. the point in reading them? You have to click it if you want that thing. So that's what I did. I wanted to go to America. Anyway, you don't have any legal counsel. So you're, you wait, the Esther waiver visa is you're waiving majority of your rights as a human being, pretty much. That you're- To get the visa. To, to, to get the visa, visa. To, oh, be a, to be a tourist in their country for th uh, 90 days. <clears throat> I think it's not what I said. <clears throat> so anyway, get this to- is, This is to America. This is in America. America. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I'd already been in. Yeah. Left and now I'm coming back in. And I'm in the thing and she's like, do you have a phone? And I'm like, yeah. Like I was just here for two months. I have a full mobile phone number. Like, and everything. And I've got an address. And she's like, oh, well, let me have a look at it. I'm like, okay, You're fine. yeah. I'm like, all right, there you go. Well, that was the end of my trip. Because they, she's like, okay, you can sit down now. I'm like, can I have my phone? She's like, no. So I'm like, okay, fuck. Every single text, every single email, every single message, every single photo they went through on my phone, every single thing. So they did this full interrogation <clears throat> from you just from... Just because you didn't have a return flight? Didn't have a return flight. Was there anything else they, they found? Well, not, not, not at that point. No. So, rewind six months before this exact scene is happening, and I've handed her my phone, and I was addicted to being a sommelier. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to drink wine, taste wine, serve wine, be in a restaurant, and just that's what I wanted to do. So I'm thinking, fuck, okay. If I'm driving from LA to Canada, Sonoma Valley, all these fucking wine regions are in the way. Mm. If I contact this fucking, one of these wineries, mm. I literally emailed a few just making an inquiry. Hey, I'm a mechanic by trade. I can fix your fucking tractors mm. or I can sell your wine. I'm a fucking gun salesman as well. So you can either put me at front of the house 
or you can put me in the fucking farm. Give me a job. I want to know how a winery works. I want to know from the fucking soil to the grape to the bot to this crushing. Mm. This was what I had in my head because I wanted to be a sommelier, right? With the yeah. tasting of the wine, you know, fucking swirling and the, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. wank. Yeah. That's, I just had it in my head that <laughs> yeah. that's what I wanted to do. So I got all these emails on my phone of me inquiring about fucking work illegally in, in America. And she's seen all of these emails. Now, I never asked for any money. I just asked for pretty much just board and food mm. and the experience. But it was like, it's showing they don't have to let you in if they don't want to. So it was, that was one thing. Now, when we were in Granada, I deleted everything off my fucking phone. Um, like in regards to most extracurricular activities and like illegal shit. Delete, 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 delete. But then I've got like old photos of like bud in bowls and bongs and just like random sending yeah, videos yeah, to mates yeah, and they're yeah, saving in messenger yeah. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like, like boys stuff. Like there's not even something. Lad shit. You're, you're not even thinking shit. about it. You're yeah. not even thinking about it. It's not even saved on my phone technically. It's in message feeds and shit. Anyway, she pulls me up for an interview. She goes, oh, did you smoke weed while you're in America? And I said, yeah, I did. I was like, I've got a medical certificate. I was like, check this email here. There's my fucking doctor's note from the doctor in Los Angeles that gave me the script. Mm. And she's like, oh, well, that, that's state law. You're in an international airport. We go off federal law. That's a class A drug. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. That's wild. But wild, you, but you, bro, didn't, have, wild. You, didn't, you didn't have any on you at present? Nothing, 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 nothing on me. Yeah. So how would that... Even Nothing on me. It's, it, I, I just said it was not even. They're not even. My, it's not even mine. There's that that photos on my phone. I could have downloaded them off the internet. Anyway, so she's like, "We're going to do an interview." I'm like, "Okay, sweet." And then she starts asking me questions, and I was like, "Well, can I have?" Like, before we did the interview, I was like, "Can I ask for my phone?" She goes, "No, you can't have." It. I was like, "I need to contact someone just to tell them where I'm at." Mm-hmm. I've got a mate flying in. He was 45 minutes. Somehow we got on different flights. He was 45 minutes earlier that later than me. Mm-hmm. Same flight path, different planes, and I've got another mate that has fucking flown from New Zealand. He was on a trip in New Zealand. I said, come to America and meet me. And he was meeting me at LA that day. He, he was meeting me at LA that day, Senzi. You know Senzi. You know Senzi. I know Senzi. You know Senzi well. Um, anyway, so he, he, was, he was meeting me there. And I'm like, I need to contact people. I need to tell them where I'm at. She goes, okay, you can have your phone for five minutes. Cool, thanks. Confiscated my passport as well. So I'm standing in this spot, dead zone in the airport, and I'm like on the phone to Stacy. This is that chick in America, that Brooks, my sister's friend. Call, call Stacy. I'm fucked. Like they're fucking trapping me. Like are they like blah blah blah. She's like, don't say anything. Stay there. I'm buying it. I'm getting. I'm coming there. Anyway, so she tries to get in. She tries to buy a fucking because she is a patriotic American, and and she was. She was trying to get in to see me because she was like, fuck that, that's bullshit, they can't do that, mm. to come and get me. And they wouldn't let her near me, right? Wow. So I wasn't allowed anything. So they asked me this question, are you na- is your name Jai King? I said, I refuse to answer. And then she goes, are you Australian? I was like, I refuse to answer. She goes, do you have two, oh, something about my parents? I'm like, I refuse to answer. And she goes, and the only reason I did that is because I watch all the movies, right? You just yeah, fucking yeah, shut yeah, your yeah, fucking yeah, mouth. You don't yeah, say anything. Yeah. You just don't say anything. And she goes, Oh, um, oh well, you can sit down if you're just going to refuse to answer. I'm like, okay. So I came and sat down, and then this guy walks over, bulletproof vest, M16 on his back, strapped with gats, pepper spray, like, belt. Like, this guy would have had the fucking biggest quads just from walking around <laughs> with this gear on all day. Like a fucking weight vest. And anyway, and he comes up to me, he's like, hell condescending. He's like, 
yeah, Borderland Security is going to come and um, interview you. And I'm like, and then, like, I was 25 at the time, and then I was like, uh, can I um, just do the interview? He's like, it's too late. I'm like, oh, no. I don't want to get interviewed. <laughs> so, t- 45 minutes, whatever, they've been through my bag twice, counted all the cash. So I went on my laptop, took my laptop away from me because I was playing a game, and they were not allowed to fucking play a game. They gave me a little bottle of water and a muesli bar thing and a, like a cup of soup or something. Anyway, this is what I got. <laughs> While I'm fucking waiting. They've been pricked for no reason. Yeah, literally, and I was in there for fucking hours. Hours. Like, I'm talking probably all up, probably 16 hours in this process. Wow. Hectic. So they put me into this room, and I'm in like this, like, bright as that light, in your face. Like, it was like, I'm like, I'm in a fucking movie. I'm in a fucking movie. This is what they portray in movies. I'm sitting there. And I'm like, I'll be honest with you, I was fucking shitting myself. Like, I'm thinking, fuck me, America, Mm. drugs, illegally working, (laughs) trying to, not even doing it, but like, this is in their head. I'm like, literally smoked a joint on fucking Santa Monica Pier and I fucking asked some dude to fucking fix his tractor on a winery. In reality, but in their eyes, I'm a fucking, like, this massive fucking criminal. So, I get strip searched, um, no squat and cough naked but like hand behind ball sack this way like this skin is different to this (laughs) so there's no backwardly groping me um no sexual assault anyway so i'm like up against the fucking like literally like this is insane so i sit back down and they're asking me these questions and there's these three like plain clothes cops they look like fucking fbi detectives with the like molder and scully like Scully, like, flipped down FBI thing, but it was, like, Borderland Security. And I'm like, this has got to be a joke. Like, in my head, I'm like, I'm stressing out. This is so serious. But they start grilling me, and I'm like, they're like, why do you have this money in your account? And, like, it's hitting me up with all these things. And I was like, I don't know how much you guys get paid. I'm on uncapped commission. I I just earned it. (laughs) I'm like, I don't understand. So... I literally said to him verbatim, we went back and forth a couple of times about the photos. I said, look, you can't prove that they're my photos. And I just said, look, I've watched enough movies to know that if I just shut the fuck up, you're just going to send me home. And he goes, you're right. And he looked at his mates. He's like, you're right, but you're never coming into my country again. Like, stared me dead in the eyes. And I was just like, oh, man, like... There was like a show, it would have paused on me and my heart would have just broken. It's the only thing I ever wanted to do was travel America. That's all I wanted to do. I was gonna live in Canada so I could freely travel to America easily and cheaply, right? Yeah. So I kind of crushed my whole fucking dream idea. Luckily for me though, I met a lot of Canadians when I was in Nicaragua, so it still was a very good trip because that was how I lived my life. That's how I got a job. Like I lived such a great time. They're still my mates. They're still people that I adore. And um, that was from missing out on going to America. You know, everything's a blessing in disguise, I guess. There's got to be a silver lining. But I get taken from that scenario. They get two other cops, fucking fully kitted out, bulletproof vest, fucking M16 men to come and grab me. And they walk me through LAX. Like, I'm seeing public people being escorted with my bag. And I'm like... Attached to these two cops. Wish that was on video, man. That'd yeah. be cool. Oh, it would be yeah. sick. It was the most badass scenario of my life. Like, <laughs> I would have thought this guy was like a public escalator. Yeah, literally yeah. walking through back doors to like not go through the tra- traffic too much public. Dude, awful, Get- awful. Attempting to work at a winery for free. <laughs> 
Like that's his only charge. Like these and and of, having the photos of pot. Having photos of pot. But still, man, these cops must feel ridiculous. Yeah, using yeah, that kind of power yeah, yeah, on yeah. someone who's just having a good time. Like, but, <laughs> but even then, she she goes to me, oh, so the airline that let me in, mm. fucking um, got fined ten grand for letting me in without a return flight. Oh really? Yeah, they got fined. They had to sort everything out for me. So they had to go to the guy let you in got fucked up, obviously. Yeah. Oh, they would have. I had to. I had to. I had to pay for a flight straight out. I had to give him my credit card or my debt, whatever card I had. It was my credit card. I paid thirteen hundred and fifty bucks for a flight back to Melbourne, and then I had to pay for a flight straight away to get to Perth because I had to get back to my address yeah. technically. But really, it was just get to Australian soil. Mm. And when when they booked the flight, I said, "I need you to get me on Qantas. I have to." Hear an Australian accent. I haven't heard an Australian accent for three months. Mm. Like other than like my mates, like yeah. I hadn't heard any yeah. Australian. I just wanted to be with Aussies because I knew that it was just like that connection that Aussies yeah. have. You know, like that. Safety numbers. Yeah, yeah, bro. I just wanted to be on a Qantas flight, safe plane, blah blah blah. So I, I believe someone got kicked off that fucking flight for me because I was in like fucking forty eight Z. The back, back seat, like, no one behind me, just toilets, like, I was in the seat, and to be honest, it actually was the best seat, like, it reclines further, like, it was fucking dump all my shit behind, it was fucking lit, like, it was probably one of the greatest seats of all time, it's really smooth at the back of the plane, I don't know if that's correct, but it felt smooth, <laughs> <laughs> I could see the Rolls Royce signs on the fucking engine, so I was pretty happy, but, so they took me there, I get put into the back of a paddy van, because I had to go from Terminal 1 to Terminal 3, and I'm, like, strapped in, like, Hannibal Lecter, right? Like this, they're like, like I'm like sitting there like this. My ears are right. They're talking to me like I'm just like a normal Wait, dude. So you're strapped in like you can't actually leave yourself. I can't yeah, even yeah, yeah. move because oh, I'm in the God. back of the paddy van. They're driving me to another thing. My bag's just fucking slinging around in the back of the thing. Anyway, so did that. Asshole, bro. <laughs> bro, it's hectic. And they're, they're like kind of, they're all right. The guy was all right. I was like, what the fuck's with this? I was like, I feel like I'm a fucking criminal. He's like, no, nah, it's just process. Anyway, so I got there, had to go into a holding cell until my flight. So it was in a locked cell, like, and I had to take shoelaces out, drawstrings out, everything off so I couldn't try and strangle someone or kill someone or kill myself, hats off, everything. I was just sitting there. There was like <clears throat> probably like 12 people in the room, six of which were women, and they were all bawling their eyes out crying because obviously they tried to get in. I'm assuming here, this is just an assumption, that they were trying to get in illegally. Like They were like Mexican women and oh, yeah, like yeah, Asian yeah. women and stuff like that. So they they were, I don't know what, uh, I didn't ask them. They didn't speak English. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like sitting there just like this. There's people like asleep on like army beds and I could see, like I was in there for like 40 minutes at this time and I'm like, already gone crazy like i've been in prison for 10 years and i'm like trying to look through the little fucking crack in the like reverse mirror bit yeah. anyway so i'm like staring through the fucking thing and i could see this clock and i'm like my flight's at 9 30 and i was reading it i was like how's it 12 past fucking 20. like it was like this weird clock anyway i figured out it was a 24 hour <laughs> clock and it didn't actually have a fucking minute hand it was just on the time and i'm like what the fuck and it was actually the second hand when i was just looking out anyway so they come and knock on the door they grab me they take me now i'm just with two security guards that are walking me from this cell to my airplane and i said to him i was like what's with the fucking m16s and shit and he goes oh in 2010 there was a whole bunch of fucking 
you know, extremists or whatever came through and fucking just murdered a whole bunch of fucking airport security staff. Fuck. Like, just came in there and just chopped them up with machine guns. So now all of a sudden, they're, they're armed, like army personnel. Like, these fucking, these people that were like, the guys that were escorting me weren't, they were just, they just looked like fucking mall security guards, like, <laughs> like fucking, you know, shopping center. Still had guns and that, but I was begging them the whole way because they had still had my phone and my passport. And this is a bit like 16 hours in at this point, probably. And I was like, I need my phone. I need to contact someone. Just leave a fucking yeah. voicemail, something, just to tell them that I'm a fucking, I'm alive. Like, like I'm just, you're, you're dead in Central America. There's no yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, no yeah, contact, no flying out. Everyone's like, Stacy's obviously heard me. She's put on the post, if anyone knows striking, please get in contact with me. And mum's literally like. Oh yeah, your mum had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> seeing that post up. Oh, Central could you America. imagine being a parent and seeing that about your kids? So. Dude, this should, it should be panicking, bro. Oh, straight up. So anyway. Got in, he let me make a phone call, begged him, he took it out of the little fucking, I've still got that thing, US Department of fucking um, Homeland Security evidence, vet, little fucking pouch. That should be framed, eh? It should be, I've got, I should actually get that framed. Um, so yeah, um, then I got on, they escorted me onto the plane, and uh, yeah, I fucking just got hammered. I drank like 10 of those little, bottles of wine on the plane and was just deliriously drunk. Yeah. And then I got to Can uh, into Melbourne and, and got my phone back and my passport and called my mum and I just fucking literally, <laughs> I reckon I probably cried for like half an hour just because of all this all like time yeah. and these emotions and everything just flooded over me and I was just like shaking, like, like talking to my mum, like I was so bad, eh? Like anyway, I pull my fucking bag off the escalator thing and my wheel snaps off. And this guy's like, your wheel? I'm like, that's the fucking least of my issues, can't like. I was, so, I was so upset. I was so upset. So I've just been so grilled. This is how good Australia is, especially for Australians anyway. Got so grilled by Americans at the border. And then when I came in, they're like, declare if you've been in a fucking open river stream and a fucking dirt and that. And I was like, oh, I just fucking climbed a volcano and like fucking in Central America and like walked through all these fucking lakes and all these fucking little rivers and shit. I was like, yeah, I've got like mud on my shoes. And the guy's like, so I put it through and I walked through and he goes, is it mud or like more of a dust? And I'm like, oh, it's it's not like chunks. He's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I didn't even check any of my shit. Like, and like Simon's waver and everything, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, move them on. Like, after I've just been like fucking like up against a wall, and like, yeah, I'm banned from America for life. Um, that sucks. That I sucks, can appeal bro. it in 10, not 10 years now. Fuck it, it'd be almost another five years. Fuck, shit, time comes around quick. When you're not concentrating on it. But yeah, I think another five years I can apply at least. Isn't New York, New York is flooding right yeah. now, isn't it? Yeah, New York is flooding right now. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, insane. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, shit's going wild. World's falling apart. Yeah. But that, can you go to Canada? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still got to Canada. I came home three, uh, mm -hmm. I was here for, what, three or four days in my mum's house in Rockingham and I had all this cash in my account. I was like, I'm going to fucking Europe and book this flight to Spain and then... That was it. Oh, wow. Well, and I did a whole bunch of Europe, and then um, I, I just wanted to, after having a regimented thing, I just wanted to float, and I just yeah. went to Barcelona for two weeks, and uh, went for, was supposed to be there for four days, and ended up being for two weeks. Um, they've got a super cool underground legal weed culture there as well, like gentlemen's clubs for weed. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, but, that's gangster. Yeah, like secret knocks and shit, doors. Yeah, dope. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah. That's an hour and 20. That's the first nice. half. Yeah. 
Thanks again, man. Fuck yeah. Well, thank you, bro. Well, it's a pleasure. Yeah, all right, shut up. Yeah, sure. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Bald as a Fact. We've got two special guests, Jai King, and uh, what's your name again? Mazuki. Mazuki. Barbara yeah. calls me easy, it's just easy to remember. All right, well, oh, yeah, nice. so where are you from, Mark? Um, Australia. <laughs> Originally? Nah. He's well known. <laughs> Um, originally Singapore, uh, Singaporean, yeah. uh, parents moved here, I think 95, 98, one of those years, yeah. uh, and became an Australian ever since. <coughs> nice, nice, man. nice. Mm. That's yeah. excellent, dude. Bro, your new ad, man, for the Renault ad, was fucking beautiful, bro. Your performance, your, your French accent, just incredible, man. Ah, uh, merci. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Probably one of the best ads I've ever seen, man. Was it, it? it wasn't even, uh, it, it was just a competition. Oh, really? Actually. Yeah, oh, it, was, really? Uh, it was for Renault Australia um, amongst the, the dealerships. Oh, true. Yeah. Did you guys win? Of course. Oh, what was the other ones? Did you see any others? Um, well, they gave me, like, they gave me a, uh, an example of what we needed to do. Yeah. And um, I was not part of it you know it was uh, it was amongst the the manager the dealer principal you know all the big heads but um i don't know they, i think they saw something in me that i had <laughs> <laughs> we definitely um, seen it out in midland yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it later yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think it'll move in? hey you think it'll move into midland look the future is uncertain right <laughs> the future is uncertain uh, anything can happen. We can cut uh, it out if you want, by the way. No, it's okay. fine, bro. Like like, it's, there, honestly, <laughs> it's, uh, but I mean, that's the name of the game. Like, that's, that's the industry we're in. Yeah. We're, we're either, um, you know, moving up or down or, you know, we're moving left and right. That's true. That's you, true. you never stand still, otherwise yeah. you're falling down, right? Yeah, exactly. Dude, share, share with yeah. us one of your most crazy stories, dude. Crazy stories? Crazy yeah. stories. What have you got for us, man? Have you ever done DMT? DMT? Yeah, oh, DMT. Yeah. Have you ever done DMT? Well, done. this guy, I think, uh, I've done, like, I think... Have you smoked the vape? Proper DMT was with this guy. Oh, right? yeah. And oh, really? Yeah, I think yeah, it was, it was a spur of the moment kind yeah, of thing, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was a cunning guy. Spur, spur of the moment kind of thing. We were, yeah, we were yeah. appreciating all kinds of music and uh, he goes, do you, Ryan actually went, do you, do you, do you want to appreciate music even more? I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, of, yeah, course yeah, of course I do, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued, I'm intrigued. And um, he brought a DMT and now he, he got my full on divided attention. Um, showed me how to use it. Obviously not excessively, right? Um, because it, it is a very potent substance. Yeah. Um, but taking it whilst listening to music um, being a, in, a, in a very positive uh, mindset, it was one of the greatest feelings I ever had. Really? Yeah. What did, what did you oh, experience? Just, like the whole, the whole thing? Like, tell us the journey. Did you visualize anything? Did you, did you what, travel anywhere? What, was, what, what kind of music were we listening to? I think we were listening to like ambient music. Yeah, like, like yeah. Uh, ambient, like above and beyond vibes music. Yeah. Was this like yeah. a full hit of DMT? Like you, you blast off DMT? Or this is like a, a little sprinkle in the cone piece? A little sprinkle. Yeah. Like okay. the icing on a cake. You know? Yeah, nice. You know, that, you know that sugary feeling when you, when you eat, a, eat a cake? Like a little bit of salt on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, the music actually uh, 
um, brought out the vi visualization that that you needed to uh, experience when you, when you close your eyes and you relax. You yeah, see things nice. and uh, you know, like um, it's like you're connecting with uh, with a s spiritual entity. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you experience a connection with a spiritual entity? I think I did. Yeah. What did they say? Hey. What they say? You remember what they said? It was more of a feeling. <clears throat> like it was a feeling at first. Yeah. But then it felt like it was trying to tell me something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I, I to, to this day, I don't know what it was trying to but tell me. Definitely a good, a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good experience. No, definitely a good spirit, though, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, and and um, you know, Ryan, um, you know, warned me that you know, like taking this, like, you need to be in a very positive uh, mindset. You, you, your mind needs to be clear and clean any, any sort of negativity mm. and you know it, it, it was it was the right time like I, I was I was I was clear like um, I had no um, negative emotions and that's perfect yeah it was great because like not many people believe us right because we lived in a, in a haunted house for a good six yeah months. You so heard the all I, I, I know he right. didn't sleep in his bedroom he slept on yeah, a fucking yeah. couch but mm. no one <laughs> saw this ghost besides me and you right you saw it did you see yes. it can you please describe it for me? Because I want to know that I'm not okay. Online. Before this was uh, this was when I was in Malaysia, right? For yeah. for a mate's wedding. Do you saw more than one, or you saw? Because there was there was the chick with the hair, right? Okay. And then there was like, <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Then there was a fucking big motherfucker, like the size of a truck. Like okay. I'm not even kidding, man. That that thing was fucking. Right, before crazy. all this, right? Let me just say I did not believe in in any any sort of things that bred, you know, top. Shed. Shed. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah. uh, I didn't believe in ghosts, I didn't believe in, you know, spiritual entities or uh, astral projection. You know, I think, oh, okay, cool. That's what you, that's what you believe it's in. like, whatever, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You yeah. do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do you. But, um, uh, so I went to Malaysia, mm. right, for a mate's wedding. And, Are you from Singapore? Um, yes, I'm from Singapore. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Malaysia, okay. Singapore, different, yeah. different countries. I thought that was same. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we lived in, a, um, we stayed in a penthouse, mm. right? This was in, um, if, if you've been to Kuala Lumpur, there's a, uh, in, the, in, the, in the city region, in the central region, there's a, there's a place called Pavilion. I can't remember what the hotel or the apartment was, but they had a penthouse there, right? Mm. And um, in that penthouse, like, it just felt very modern. You know, you know that city environment. Mm. Uh, it was very classy, um, and it was, it was I'm pretty sure two days before the wedding, okay. um, if I can recall. And um, little things happened, like um, we would, uh, you know, we would go down to go shopping, but the, you know the elevators would stop at a certain level, and there'll be no one there. I'm like, okay, the, the, these things do happen. Right. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is kind of normal. It's, it's random. Normal. Someone's right. pushed it and gone back into their yeah, room exactly. to grab something. I've been guilty of that living in apartments. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, uh, there'll be there'll be times where um, door opens or um, glasses or bottles, um, you know, falling and tipping over. A random thing. You don't. You don't. Uh, you don't focus on these things. That's true. You're just assume it's an accident. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you blow it off. You blow it off. Getting married. And things like that. Um, Did you feel the vibe there, like the creepy sort of vibe? Like, nah, this. 
a little uh, closer to when I had that situation. Okay, yeah, yeah. Bring it right. on. So we went out one night um, and it was, it was, um, I think it was like around one o'clock in the morning and everyone was still partying, uh, big penthouse. So we had like a common area where everyone just chilled. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go to, go to bed. I, I shared a room with uh, another friend mm. and um, you know, we, we were just watching a movie and uh, she was still up, but I was too tired. I'm gonna go to sleep, right? This was uh, 2.30, 2.30 when it happened. Lights were off. TV, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2.30 in the morning. Lights were off, TV was still on. She was on her phone and I'm already, you know, eyes watch up, right? Then that's when it happened. Like, um, I felt, I felt something hitting my leg, you know, just like a just, physical touch. Yeah, like a physical touch. Okay. I'm like, the fuck's going on? And you know, just little giggles. And I thought it was her. Mm. And I was like, cut it out. You know, I'm trying to go to sleep and I'm looking up and she's still on the phone, right? I looked to where my leg was and, um, and it's her. What, playing like what, putting her, her legs on top. Oh, uh, the friend. Oh, your friend. Yeah, the, your life friend, not the ghost friend. Not the ghost friend. Right. <laughs> okay. We haven't got to the ghost but, friend. But the thing is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't quite know about so, the ghost so, friend. Yeah. So that's 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 the whole um, thing that confused me. It's like, okay, I'm just seeing her playing with a phone, and now she's over there playing with my legs. Like, what the fuck's going on? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the, by this time, I'm 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 just, I'm, I'm just freaked out. It all happened in a short period of time, but it felt so long. Mm. Um, so I look back and she's still playing on her phone. That's when I thought, all right, I'm just gonna lean back, right? And that's when I felt like an entity or, or her standing on top of me while, whilst I was lying down. And, the hair, and her hair was just, you know, Fucking Bro, on on scary. my on my head, her hair. Like you, you know when, when when a girl looks down at you and, and you know the hair is just there. I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> More often, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you could not see her face, and Damn. that's when I went to like a full shot paralysis mm -hmm. mode. And I so wanted, do you think you might have been dreaming there because you don't see faces? In it dreams? could be. It could be a, a, a set of paralysis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know, but I've, I've, I've been in a state paralysis. I'm pretty sure we all have. Yeah. But I've never seen or uh, seen anything like it. I've never. But you couldn't move. You were just frozen. Couldn't move. I was yeah. frozen. Right. Did you experience this before, Joy? Sleep paralysis. Sleep oh yeah. We do. You see. You see shit. You oh, I didn't really see shit, but I, I, I definitely. I was, I was just waking up and falling asleep, waking up and falling asleep. I couldn't, it, that was in this cycle of waking up but not being able to move and then falling straight back asleep and then it was weird. That's my yeah, sleep yeah, paralysis. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've had. I haven't had like people sitting at the end exactly. of the door. I mean, try and go like this. I've just been like, <laughs> I can't fucking wake up. Like, <laughs> that, that, and that's what we've, we've experienced yeah, yeah, um, yeah. in a state of paralysis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the first time Vi uh, visually seeing something that's resembling uh, my friend. Mm. And yeah, I was just in a state of shock. Damn, man. So that first time when you saw her playing with your feet, that wasn't her, that was the, the ghost. Yeah. Damn, she's playing with your feet? What the hell's going on? Exactly. That's creepy. And um, I, 
I was, I was, uh, I <laughs> wanted, truth right I wanted there, to yell, yeah. to, to scream, and I couldn't. Um, and for some miraculous reason, I, I just, I just found their energy or the strength to do it, and I just gasped for air. You got up. Yeah, and um, she was shocked. Like she was like, "What the fuck's going on? Did you have a bad dream?" I'm like, I "Told her everything." Right, told her. She was awake the whole time on her phone. Yeah, she didn't see anything. Nothing. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, so I um, uh, yeah, told everything, and she was obviously in um, in disbelief and and scared as well. Um, And let it be known that she's she she's a believer like you. Um, and, you know, yeah, yeah, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Believe Neo is beginning to believe. <laughs> um, she's like, "All right, let's just turn off the TV. Let's just go to sleep." This and oh, it was what? And um, I, I, I had like a nightstand clock. You know, it's a hotel, so you yeah, of course, yeah, the like, green yeah. writing. Yep. And as soon as it hit three o'clock, because we have a we have a bathroom in our room, and. I don't know what it was, but something loud, smack bang in there, and we was like, "Nah, fuck this. We're getting out of the fucking room." No shit, dude. We got out of the fucking room, went to the common area. Everyone's still drunk and you know partying, and I'm, we're just sitting there in silence. All right. Now in this in this penthouse, there's like a, a group of us. Yeah. All right. Um, and two of our mates realized we were sitting down so they sat down with us they didn't even need any explanation they were like what did you see oh damn oh, so, so they saw something as well yeah man haunted hotel yeah, bro. bro i was like it's like room 14 hours like, i was like what the fuck you mean like, i'm just chilling i didn't want to say anything and she told them well that's the expression Looks yeah. like you sent a ghost yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's, probably what, that's probably what you look like but, 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 the funny thing is, the funny you thing is, probably a white face, bro. They like. were drunk. They were still having fun. So it's like when, when a drunk goes, what's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, so you, you don't you don't really want to talk about it. You're still in the state of shock. Um, told them everything, and they were like, oh yeah. What, what, why do you reckon you know the, the elevator stopped in uh, in the middle of um, us going down, and there was no one there? Why do you reckon you know these things happen? Oh, we we went to spent house like two years ago for a trip and. Well, this shit happened. You just don't worry about it. You know? What the fuck? And I'm like, what What are you guys on about? Like, so this happened to you and you're like, you guys aren't telling me like th- these things? Like, oh, no, we told you. You just don't, didn't, didn't believe us. I was like, oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, no, I, I did. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. fair. You didn't, right? They, they, yeah. That's fair enough. Right? Mm. And then I came back. <laughs> we, we were all living in the same house. I yeah, came yeah, back. Yeah. Right? And what happened? Dude, I, I saw that fucking ghost standing on my bed with its hair down like this, like the fucking garage. Exactly. And I couldn't fucking I believe it. I was like, no one's going to believe me because you said the same story. I can't say the same story you told. Exactly. I haven't told Australia. Brett anything. <clears throat> I at this point, I haven't so told Brett anything. you hadn't shared it with him? No, I was... Um, really? The yeah. first, fucking 100%. The first man. night um, back... Um, I was like, you brought that motherfucker home. I was, <laughs> I, was sleeping, I was sleeping in my room, right? I was watching a movie. Legit, 2.30 to 3 o'clock in the morning, I woke up, my fucking TV was static. It's, bro, a, fucking, like it's a fucking garage, LED bro, like, movie. It's a, it's a fucking LED TV. Sounds like it a fucking horror movie. Where's the jump yeah, scare? Yeah, it never fucking static. Bro, right? The house was haunted. There was more than one ghost in there. So, yeah, so, and next to my, um, next to my TV is, um, is the um, walking road. 
right? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that spot was just pure darkness. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like here? darker than dark, like da- darker than dark. Yeah, right. I can see. Um, usually, I can see the corner because the mm-hmm. TV is bright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this thing is like white static and it's pure darkness there. I'm like, nah, fuck this. I'm going to the sofa. Mm. Where we used to search and just yeah yeah sleep safer there you know yeah and, yeah, and yeah. House, the left corner yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah for the last three days that's where I was sleeping right yeah yeah bro for the last three days that's where I was sleeping bro I didn't tell him anything and then one day he sat me down and he was like oh tell me everything that happened in Malaysia I'm like oh yeah just wedding my white dad like yeah 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 tell me now was like no no seriously like. Tell me what, what you, you, your experience. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Well, I told him everything, right? Then one day he was like, just, just go, go sleep in your room. Just go sleep in your room. And I listened to you and I, I slept in the room and it was the, one of the best sleeps I ever had. I woke up, there was a pink fucking crystal in front of my door. Remember that crystal you put on the floor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what is it? Rose quartz. I don't know what it was. Um, but it was, a, it was a pink crystal. A pink one. Uh, that, that was rose quartz. I still have it to this day. It's still, it's still with me where, wherever I, mm. I live or, you know, wherever my bedroom is. It's never left me. Damn, man. It's never left me, bro. <laughs> you go to my bedroom, you'll see it on the window ledge. I've got a rose quartz as well, right? Yeah. Um, so then I moved, uh, you know, Jared moved into the penthouse. He betrayed us, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Izzy snores and sleeps on the couch. So here's the funny bit. You took that entity out. He took that entity out from me. He went to him, but he knew how to fight it. He knew how to, you know, he was prepared for this shit, right? One of these. And then, yeah, Jared left. Your mate came in. Yeah. Saf. God bless his soul. Saf came and um, took over Jared's room, right? That was a mess. I, yeah, I, uh, you know, it was a quick um, introduction. We didn't really speak because, um, you know, he was busy with work, I was busy with work. Yeah, but yeah. every time when I come home or like before I go to work, mm. I see Saf sleeping outside the room on the floor. Really? Really? You, don't you remember? Like, Where was he sleeping? Yeah, so, right, so, In the lounge room. So, he, um, so Jared had the master bedroom. Yeah. And then um, we had that living area where we search. Yeah, yeah. And, and like you had space that little between. space, right? Yeah, yeah. That's where he was sleeping. No way. Sure That's where he was sleeping. I'm like, Seth, uh, if you don't mind me asking, why are you sleeping here, bro? Why, why aren't you sleeping in your room? And Seth refused to say, to say anything, mm. right? And I just left it. I just left it. And then one day I came home, Seth bought a fucking knife. <laughs> he bought Wait. a kitchen knife home. Yeah. I'm like, all right, Seth, we need to have a serious conversation. What is this knife for? And then he told me he couldn't sleep in his room because there's something in his fucking room. Yeah. Oh, man. And that's dude, that was a different ghost. And that's fucking... Oh, was it? Yeah. That was a different one. I don't know. I don't know if this fucking ghost that came um, back uh, there, there, there was, there was There were three that I saw. But there was actually other ones that were like weaker ones in the house. Like the house was so fucking haunted. Like it was, it was just a fucking. I think it brought, did it brought back those. I don't know. I think someone was running a fucking 
Catholic operation. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, a brothel of ghosts, dude. It was pretty bad. I can't speak. Of, I can't speak about these things, you know, unless yeah. like we're talking about it. Like that's um, true. That's true. That's I don't. I don't bring it up. But like, uh, but but yeah. And even though I, f- I found it funny, but like I felt for Seth because mm. that's what I was going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, it was fucking insane. And um, don't know what happened. Like I don't know if you helped him out, but um, yeah, I think he found. I don't know. He, like it, it, it kept changing, man. Because if you went out to some, if you hang out with certain people and do drugs with these people who are very low in vibration, you know, very dark in their thinking, you know, just whatever, whatever's like lingering amongst them can be drawn onto some people mm. who have more energy and they can feed off of that. And I so, think, and I think that's what happened to me to because the, 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 um, I was going through some bad. Because you might have been feeding stuff. off of you, but when Seth was hanging out with his mates to come back to the home, he would bring something with him, you know. Yeah. And I'd have to four in the morning. I'm like. What the fuck's going on? I see something in my room, and it's like this thing. Its face would change, like it would, sh- like a smoky shadow, mm-hmm. and the face would literally change as you're looking at it. And it's freaky as shit, man. Yeah. What the fuck? When so many I parties have the same story, I'm like, oh, really? all right, all right, yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like that's that's how. Uh, totally, bro. That's how I was. Totally. That's, I I I didn't I didn't care about what what you say, but that's if that's what happened to you, then that's what happened to you. Mm, you know. True. But now, if it, now that's. It's someone says that to you, you yeah. get it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, bro, I, I believe. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. <you>. X-Files. <laughs> freaky, freaky deaky, man. So I carry that um, that crystal everywhere I go. So even, even when we moved out um, uh, from that house, yeah. um, I brought that crystal to to work. Yep. Um, um, because I was moving, we were moving and I was working at the same time. I couldn't find time to like, you know, um, organized everything properly so I brought that crystal there and I slept at my sister's house and that's when I knew I needed that crystal because at my fucking sister's house same fucking time 2.30 to 3 o'clock in the morning I had the TV on I mean, I don't know for some reason I like to sleep and like have the TV on and you fall asleep with the show or something yeah, like that. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a fan. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, um, <laughs> that fan. and then like uh, it was it was two thirty. My I thought my sister came in and I'm like half asleep or something like that. And I wake up and she like she's looking at me, turning off the um, the, the TV so it's pure darkness, right? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Why did you? Why did you turn on the TV? Turn the TV back on, and her fucking face was right in front of me. Your sister's face? Yeah. Oh shit. And I woke up. I'm but, like, oh, but she wasn't actually there. She wasn't actually there. It was, it was, it was a dream. Oh, dude, that's oh, freaky. That's fucking, fucking freaky, dream. bro. <laughs> so, from from that night on, like, I have that crystal everywhere I go. Damn. Yeah. Put a little net. Listen, you all experience something. Yeah. Yeah, so Saf as well. Damn, okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Jared, I think Jared didn't. He had yeah. he, did, he never saw anything. Yeah. No. I think it was yeah, me and oh, it, it, it probably did, but knowing Jared, he just doesn't he, he's like he just, yeah, he yeah, was, yeah, he's in his own zone, like I swear I went to school with that chick. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in one of those like death metal videos. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's exactly <laughs> related. Well I got a few metal, questions yeah. for you guys before you head off, alright? It's gonna be a quick one. Because you guys obviously being sales, how long have you been doing sales for now? Uh, including Vodafone? Yeah, just in general. I'd say five, five, five years. Five years, about yourself. Nine years. Nine years? Okay, sweet, man. All Nine right. years in October, 20, 2012, October 1st. Dude, the big, biggest thing about being a salesman is it's the most underrated skill in the world, right? 
anyone comes in, you got to make common ground, you got to make friends with them, you got to make them like you, essentially, right? Yeah, 100%. So you can talk a lot of shit. Absolutely. Yeah, all right, sweet. So a few people have written in some <laughs> questions, right? They knew you guys are coming tonight. They're going to ask you some questions, just in common grounding, right? You've got to handle anything at all. This is our first one. This is from Dave from Rockingham. Hi, Dave. Is that Dave. My... Dave's my cat. So you're in, you're, in, you're in the middle of a cell, you're having a chat, and you're sort of like, well, look, my wife cheated on me last year. I haven't really confronted her about it yet. What, I mean, what do you think I should do, guys? I'd be like, so you're looking at this SS? First thing I'll do is buy the hot car. Because <laughs> yeah. if you're going to go and break up with her now, you want to feel confident when you're doing it. That's right. You know, that's one of the biggest things for me. Yeah. And this is just going to be a fuck you to her. And she's going to try to take half the shit. And if you've already got something, if you're not, you know what? Put the car in your mum's name, but pay for it with your own cash. So she can't take it if you guys split up. Yeah, yeah. So I would heavily recommend that you buy this car. Take all the extras. Take all the extras. Take it out on finance if you want. But put it in your mum's name <laughs> and buy the car. That's where I would go. Beautiful, beautiful. That was uh, that's a five star. <laughs> that's right there. Fucking boss, dude. That's why he's in aftercare and finance. He's no, the man of no finance. I've got another one. All right. Look, my dad just passed. I'm the director of the will. And um, we've got a lot of grandkids, you know. Should I cut them out? Because it's, it's, it's for the siblings, you know. Like grandkids, it's the next generation. What do you think? Look, I appreciate you telling me all this, <laughs> but it is not my situation or my business to go through that with you. That's You're here answer. to buy a car. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I like that. That's true. That is true. That is true. But you never know. You get weird customers, right? Fuck it. You get weird customers. <laughs> man, oh. I like to work in retail, man. You know, you're Derek's of the street. Definitely. But another one, right? Objection. I have to ask the missus. What, what, do, you, what do you say to that? Oh, this is a good one. Is he? Come on, man. Well... Are you the man of the house? <laughs> See, you can go that way. It doesn't always work. <laughs> you can go that road, right? But we live in what, 2021? Communication is instant now. Here's the phone, give her a call right now. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah that's fucking exactly nice. what that's I would do, the same thing. Bro, I love it. Oh, but she's actually at work. Um, and and the, the issue is, is that she works nights, I work days. We can't, we, we only cross paths next Thursday. Done. Sign the contract subject to wife's approval. You guys can do that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It basically just gets them to put a deposit down. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what they're doing is they're signing and they're committing to it, mentally. Fucking beautiful. All right. Now what about this one here? Oh, that's a bit, that's a bit dirty. I'll leave that one out. <laughs> um, another objection. I have to think about it. What's there to think about? Think about it now. Oh, I always say you already know the answer. You've been thinking about it for weeks. Everyone looks at their phone, they're on their phone all night looking, looking, looking. You've got all the information. You know more about me, about the car than I do, even though I sell these things, because you've studied it, you've watched every YouTube video, you've read every forum. If you're an actual avid internet user, you've probably jumped on a Reddit feed and had a little read, and I'd recommend you do that, but you can't, it's too late, you're already here. There is nothing to think about. You know that you want to buy the car, but you're just having that scenario where you're like, I need to sleep on it. You don't, you've slept on it for three months. Let's do it. Look, I've got one, right? I've got one. If they, if, they, if they want to think about it, I, my responsibility is to analyze the client, right? Well, you're a consultant. You should already know what, what their needs, desires, and wants are. Well, you've right? put them all in your belt. Yeah. So if they want to think about it, it's something, uh, something that they didn't like or something that they, that's not attracting them, mm. right? So they just have to be upfront with what they're not liking and work from there. Totally. Yeah, you should have asked the questions on the way through for you to then go at the end. So Mr. Customer, you told me that you were happy with 50 grand. We got you that. 
You told me that you wanted 15,000 and you trade in. We got you to that. Mm -hmm. We told you, you told me that you wanted a blue car. We have one of those available. You've not given me any other objections. <laughs> yeah. So at what point do you not want to say, and then, then all you do as a salesman and go, do you want to buy the car? <laughs> you have to ask Beautiful. the question. Yeah. The, well, big, the, biggest, uh, the biggest thing that people think that, um, uh, that we do is, you know, we're, we're slimy, we, uh, we lie. But the golden rule in, in this dealership, and I learned this from Jai, I learned this from, from Clark um, when, uh, when he was my dealer principal, mm. is never lie. You, can you bullshit and not lie? Well, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yes, you can. I think you can bullshit but not lie. I think lying is when you're doing something deceitfully mm. to, like if I clearly say something that is a complete fallacy, fal fallacy false yeah. information to make you say yes to something, absolutely that's a lie. Mm. But it's throughout the process, can you spice things up a little when you're pitching something or creating rapport with a customer, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. That, that's sales, baby. The best thing about sales, for me, what I love doing sales the most was the acting part. Oh, Because like, they, they don't know who you are at all. You can be anyone you want. Anyone. I put on these glasses and like, you know. Anyone you want, that's a very good sometimes point. Sometimes I used to wear like a, a, a wedding ring and talk about like I was engaged, so they think of the family man. And oh. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just thought it would work. And it Bread did. and butter, but kids, anyway. Oliver, three years old. Mm. All that shit. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I love it. I've got a fucking pitch for everything, eh? I think we'll leave it there. That's, yeah. that's like a good two hours and a bit, man. Damn, Thank yeah. you very much, Jai King, man. That was excellent. That was fucking sick. Mazuki, dude. Thanks for having me. Absolute you. treasure, dude. Thank you, Mazuki. Thanks, Thanks beautiful. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Jai. Is That was amazing.